Oh, yeah. shit. It was just like, well, here we go. <laughs> Day one. But I've had stuff where, like, one time, uh, Mantic Ritual, back when we were still Meltdown, we're playing, uh, uh, some really ratty punk venue in Pittsburgh called Mr. Roboto. And, uh, the singer and I would always, like, lean into each other all 80s style to play this riff. It was the end of the set. And he had noticed, hey, like, you know the, the polarity thing you see in old movies, how old stuff has switches that go up and down, and it's because the polarity of the circuit might be different, and you can get fucking electrocuted if you don't match it right. <laughs> so it used to be the crew would flip the switch and then tap the mic and be like, okay. So Dan kept being like, dude, the mic is zapping my lips. And I'm like, weird, it's not happening to me, which should have made me think, I shouldn't touch Dan. <laughs> but at the end of the set, we're covered in sweat and we make full arm contact. And it felt like somebody just socked me in the face. Like it was the hardest electric shock I've ever had. And I just like come to still chugging that fucking eighth note in the middle of one by one, like leaning against the wall. And we're just staring at each other like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh shit that's amazing my old uh my old amp had that same thing i had a box buckingham and it had one of those switches because there was a couple shows where i was getting fried Mm -hmm. and i'm like what the fuck is this you know Mm -hmm. and of course they didn't have any screens on it so but then i said oh okay you flip the switch and i'm not gonna die and get electrocuted yeah okay that's nice yeah that's nice (laughs) excellent um those are all good stories man it's it's nice to know that uh no matter what the scenario, situation, the band, there's always something that can get fucked up. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> All right, now we're going to move to um, some of the things that Vic likes. He wants to play some of these games. We're going to create some hypothetical situations. And I want, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just see where this goes. we got some uh, interesting scenarios and just, just going to get your input. All right, guys, <clears throat> I want you to create a super group not including anyone you've performed with, which three or four musicians, past or present, alive or dead, would you want to play with? Oh, man. So, like, uh, me, on, me on drums, and then I could pick? Is this that is a super group. It's a super group. So you you are going to be, you, you can play with any four, yeah, three or four people you want. Oh, okay. If, if you want to play drums in the super group, yeah, it's exactly. Who would else would you want to play with you? Oh man, let me think. This is awesome. I'd probably set for me. It it would probably be I Iomi on guitar, maybe like John Paul Jones on bass, and oh man, maybe like some. Oh, so let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I need another guitar player. Maybe like '80s, early '80s Hetfield on on guitar. That sounds like yeah. a cool, pretty, pretty cool group. Excellent. Who's singing? Who's singing? Oh shit, dude! Man, <laughs> fucking Ozzy's singing, dude. Nice. Cool. Yeah. That's that quite. I got group. two. I got two Black Sabbaths. Nice. <laughs> All right, Jeff. How about you, man? Ooh. Okay. Um. I know this one's hard. Uh, I think Ian Pace on drums. Nice, dude. Great choice. Man, like, 
Yeah, I was talking to Eric from Gygax once about Ian Pace, and he just said, really, without missing a beat, Ian Pace is the best rock drummer. And I went, yeah, yeah but what about – But what? oh, my God, Ian Pace might be the best <laughs> rock drummer. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he's great. Those grace notes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so – And he's not so, flash. That's the thing. It's not, no. He's not flashy, but, man, it's more than just being in the pocket, too. I think you're right. The, the grace notes. Oh, there's a smoothness. Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah, it's watching him. You see what he's playing. You know, it doesn't always come through in a mix, every yeah. little nuance. But when you watch him, it's like, holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. It's like he's watching energy, Scott Rockin. He's film. got taste. Yeah. Anyway, Ian Pace, also JPJ on bass. Like, yes, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's I think Glenn so will let cool. you borrow him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we can. I got this like the day I turned 18. So Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, um, John Paul Jones. Uh, on guitar, me on guitar and vocals, Rory Gallagher. Oh, nice. And if I can get someone else, if we're allowed to make it a five piece, John Lord on keys. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, man. Excellent. All right, Vic. This is you, man. Wow. Okay. Hang with me. Yeah. Hang with me here. This is a real complex one. Pre on guitar, me singing. Belly taps. Pre Black Album Metallica yeah. with Dave Mustaine back in the band. That's sweet. Cool. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And I watch. That's my job in the band is I watch from You're side watched. stage. <laughs> hands in your pants, checking them out. Yes. So Both hands. Deep okay. in there. Slapping your butt your belly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. Um Okay, if you could go back in time to see one classical composer conduct a piece of music, who would the composer be? Ooh, that's awesome. Oh, man. I have, am I allowed to give like five of these? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Anything you want, man. Okay. Um, Bach performing the Brandenburg Concertos with him on keys, like number five with the final boss harpsichord solo. We'll love to see the master himself do it because it's supposed to be improvisational. People think Baroque music's fucking homework music. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be improvisational. You're supposed to feel it in the moment and read the fucking room. Um, Debussy conducting Debussy. Stravinsky conducting Stravinsky. Um, Mendelssohn playing his own violin concerto. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. sick. Dude, I don't know. Probably like mozart or something i guess i don't know <laughs> he's the rock star of his day man yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. it true is it true he was an asshole yeah he was like I a was child thinking... prodigy he's a child famous dude and yeah, then he they first, were no different first, back then than they are now first symphony yeah. at age for a sim, uh, symphony at age five so i don't know wow i like symphony number five he was i think six years old when he wrote that one it, it, it's 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 metal i don't know if you've ever heard symphony number five there's it's like got fucking metal riffs it's, it's yeah, awesome see, it's really dark and like fuck this is like doom metal man this is awesome yeah i love right. that okay wild card uh um rust in peace era of megadeth <laughs> that's the classical composers i want to see nick men's on drums marty friedman in the band everybody's there everybody's hot mm-hmm. that's what i'm going with like that video honestly i would walking I, around during sound check and they're soundtracking lucretia and it's like yeah man why do we even keep 
making music after this. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Let's Marty just stop where we're on top. Way. I mean, Tornado of Souls, that solo in that song is, it makes me cry. So, but I, dude, I would live to see, honestly, any classical composer in that time, in that moment. I mean, wow, that would be amazing because that's genuine musicianship, man. That's no fucking yeah. around. I, I can't say that I have a specific one I'd want to go see, but you know, rattle off any of the big names and it's like i would yeah i'd like to see this this would be pretty fucking awesome because the music is fucking metal yeah you know yeah oh, like it, it absolutely oh, it is, is. It, it speaks very much to it, a it, new it, record it, we did a uh, schubert's de Koenig, mm-hmm. and it's like i just took piano right hand is guitar one piano left hand is guitar two yeah right? it's about like a goethe poem about like death following a father galloping a horse through the woods and i'm like yeah this is the first gallop riff he was right. 17 when he wrote it, so he was right. definitely like, this is going to be dark and intense. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's <laughs> it, lends it, it definitely yeah. is, is uh, it lends itself to metal very well, so I, yeah, any of them would be fantastic. I mean, seeing any uh, yeah. fantastic any musician perform... Right, right. or List or any of these guys that were like... Right. List where there were literally, like, there was like a Beatlemania about him where women would throw their panties on stage. Like, I just yeah. want to see... Right, yeah. I want to see a concert hall that's like a chamber music. Like you're in like a fancy chamber with like 30 people with like, and like, it's like <laughs> 1860 in your high society. And everyone's like, ha ha. And then suddenly there's like shrieking women getting naked. And it's like, <laughs> and then you realize no one has bathed in two months. Yeah. 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 yeah they all got the powdered wigs and shit on and uh, all yeah. the fucking panties. Let's see. Panties yeah. Yeah. If the He's literally like, like this next song's about Mephistopheles and like yeah. women are like masturbating in the aisles. It's like, what the fuck? I brought my crucifix. I cannot picture this. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome. Um, nice. Okay, Vic, I, I this one, this one, I I thought of you when I included this one because I think this might be it. It's been on our question bank for a long time, but we've never asked anyone until hmm. now. If you could remaster or remix one album, <laughs> what album would it be and why? Because I know you are all into that. The Antique Witcheries, because then I could give a big fuck you to Earache if I had a different mix uh, and remaster. Maybe, maybe not. We'll do a different one though, but I don't know. Fuck your, fuck your ache, you earache people. Fuck you. <laughs> but if if I could re remix and, and remaster, so here's the thing. T- 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 normally, typically, I prefer original mixes and masters. Um, I'll buy remastered stuff if there's bonus material and shit. But usually, just like add a base, uh, add more well, base. Well, That's yeah, it. I guess you know. To be honest, since it's on the topic, I, and Justice for All would be one because mm-hmm. I do want to hear not the add bass. the base, just add a base note. You know, well, yeah, of, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, that does, yeah. They they need that, to. I don't know why they haven't. They have bass tracks for it. There are right. Jason Newstead bass tracks. Yeah, yeah. and they're, and good. They, they're that's, good. That's that's an easy tracks. money grab. That's a simple money grab. Here yeah. it is with the bass. Like everyone's wanted it for years, but they just won't do it. Someone do admit they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone, someone figured that out. Before. Yeah, Lars no, is the yeah. one who wanted right. it dropped lower and lower. I mean, if if anything about the video, I saw watching them mixing it. Yeah, yeah the videos he, and stuff and, the, and the just studio. kept pushing it down and then dropped it down five more decibels so but you yeah, know whatever like, their reasonings cutting edge uh tribute to cliff burton whatever it was yeah okay guys you, well here's the opportunity you did you got to do it your way now the fans want it this way so go ahead and cash in on that as well i thought yeah, they were you're gonna, gonna sell a million, million yeah copies. exactly 
So I don't know. You just got to bootleg it off of YouTube where that guy did it. So, yeah. but I would probably do that because there's, I don't know. There's not too many albums where I'm just like, I, I'm, I don't really get into the production into music. I just like good riffs. So it, it could sound you like love it was the written. production in it. Don't give us that shit. No, you were talking man, to I, Nicholas <laughs> about that. Well, I like I, all the stuff interests me, but production doesn't weigh heavy on me when I like music. I, I'm there for the riffs. Oh, man, I see. And the you're, harmonies you're much and the like Dreadful. Dreadful doesn't give don't a don't shit about what it sounds track. like. Just yeah, like I don't. Music. I don't. It could literally sound like it was tracked on a on a talk boy. It, it's got cool riffs. It's got like cool Operation Mindcrime too. That that's just a bad album. So I don't know. The mix is horrible on some of the tracks, which we've for me. Yeah, I can't get past how bad the songs are. That's so for me. It's not. I can't even listen to the production because it's a disappointing album. Yeah, but you know. So yeah, for me, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't probably remix or remaster too many records. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple in there. Like I said, I think Justice for All" does need to have the proper, you know, instruments represented. But aside from that, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That's why you've not asked anyone because I probably wouldn't do it. Dumb question. Get it out of there. Not a dumb question. <laughs> Fuck you, Vic. Um, okay, we're going back to the cool guys. Um, yeah. Glenn, Jeff, uh, would there be any albums that you'd want to remix or remaster? Oh, man. Jeff, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, if you're still thinking. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the era of like, it was the mid 2000s and everyone was freaking out like people listen to music on earbuds now and we don't know what to do about it and it was like <laughs> just mix your albums well and everything will take care of itself but like when everyone flipped out and we're like people listen to music on phones we don't know what to do and like we have modeled guitar amps they're really good and they weren't like guitar modeling is good now it was not then and like yeah kicks or what's up but like we don't know for some reason we've lost the plot on like what to do with clicky kicks so <laughs> there's a children of bodum album called relentless reckless forever that is this fucking diamond in the rough of their later career because for me that band's first four records are like mm-hmm. gold and then everything yes. else is pretty fucking right <laughs> relentless reckless forever is so good and the songwriting is awesome and the playing is awesome and his melodies are sick and the mix is like the dumbest weirdest mix (laughs) and he'd even said in interviews being like yeah man i don't know what we were doing with that guitar tone that kick is so weird and it sticks out like such a weird sore thumb and i was always like and everyone's always like bodum sucks real bad like post early 2000s and i'm like there's one exception, and I feel like no one knows or cares, but it's such a good record that just never got any play because it sounds like shit. Yeah, I have never even heard of that one. It's really good. Check it out. No, I need to. I'd probably I'd probably choose Death Magnetic. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because it sounds horrible. It's Take just that like... horrific auto-tune off. Oh, dude. That one song when he's like, This I swear! This I swear! This I swear! It just sounds like so weird. I yeah. the freaking drums are so. Uh, and what pisses me off is that they recorded it at Sound City, and Sound City gets amazing tone. Yeah, and that drum sound. Like I get a better drum sound in my basement. Yeah, I was I, in LA going. Lars was on a good kick recording when this was made, and all Lars of us was on were a good like, roll for bad drum sounds around that time. Yeah, I don't get it. Saint <laughs> Anger is horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. Like I, it would be pretty cool. Like I don't know. If, I know it's kind of lame to do, but if fans will like go back and re-record a record, 
Yeah, <laughs> no, it ha- it, ha- it happens it's, a lot, to I be mean, honest. It would be cool if they, if they just re-recorded the drum tracks with an actual yes. snare drum. Right, or make them sound a little, not dead and thuddy, a little bit more to bring out the tones. I want to hear the simple colors. I'm a drummer, so I I totally get it. You know, you mix mix the drums first. You want to hear everything. That's why whoever mixes, you know, like Rush's albums tended to have, even though those were a little drier, but you still hear everything. You you listen to Hemispheres, Mm -hmm. you hear every fucking thing perfectly. I love love it. Didn't Chris Lord Alge do that record? No, that was 2112. Yeah, they had, I forget which producer they use, but you know everything was just in its own austere perfection. You could hear everything. You know, it's just beautiful. Um, yeah. Permanent waves. Th- those albums just sound amazing. Oh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the last um, hypothetical here for you guys: if you could be any superhero for twenty-four hours, who would you be, and, and what would you do with your day of power? I would be Flash, and then I'd ask Vic to send me 15 songs, and I'd play them in 15 minutes, and then send them back to him. <laughs> and then what are you going to do with yeah. the rest of the 24 hours and 45 the minutes? <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of the day? Yeah, you got 24 hours of being the Flash. Just, just trying to watch every page on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> until, nice. I, until I finally find that perfect video <laughs> yes okay, and then once yeah. you watch it once you're never gonna be the same it's like eh, yeah I've seen it. Eh. i'm over sex yeah. now <laughs> yeah. yeah flash okay that's a great answer jeff yeah man uh i don't know i don't know that many superheroes let me think for a second i mean i could just be spider-man and just like go swing around all day and just be like later and just go like have fun flipping around through the sky but you should bring people out you should bring a guitar with you with those like pocket amps and just yeah. like rip a quick lick and then like it's kids trying to like cross the street but there's a car coming and you like zoom down slam the freaking car with your spider shit and then play and a like, quick solo <laughs> yeah like bill and ted it <laughs> Yeah. Do Bill and Ted count as superheroes? Spider Shredder. Spider Shredder. If Shut Bill and Ted up. count as superheroes, I would like the ability to do air guitar and just have a sweet lick happen. Yeah. Like a mood yes. appropriate sweet lick. All right. Sort of yes. shred man. Nice. That would okay. be cool. That's All right. Good. I like that. Okay, wild card. I would be Thanos. Yeah. For 24 hours. I'm, and I I'm... would snap my fingers once. Well, what happens when you snap your fingers? Yeah, wipe out half the every living thing. I just so, want to be mean. Just want to be here's mean. The thing with Thanos, the really never he didn't understand the concept of exponential growth because humanity would be right back to where it was in one yeah. generation yeah. if you killed half of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's not that big. Of a he's team. not always a bad guy either, though. Sometimes he's sometimes he plays both sides. So no, I do okay. like I just like his abilities, and he's my favorite character. I guess he's not necessarily a hero. If I have to pick a hero. Do I have to pick a hero? Superpower. That's fine. No, that's cool. Yeah, man. He does all the cool stuff. He does all the cool stuff, man. He's always got some kind of thing that makes him omnipotent, and he's he can shoot shit out of his eyes. People don't talk about that. He's (laughs) fucking giant, and he's purple. Like Grimace. Yeah, well, he's a cooler Grimace because he's buff and way cooler looking. Grimace is dumb. Grimace is like But you don't know if Grimace's shape is from muscle or not. 
Nah, Grimace like is a very muscular. Grimace is a walking. Arm. He's a walking butt plug. I don't want that job. Yeah, like, he looks not, like a pear. He could be a solid mass of muscle. Like looks like this candy corn, man. Oh man, he, he, yeah. he's eating cheeseburgers all the time. Man, I'm protein, like a lot of protein. I, I just want to. I don't be know. I'm just making an argument for Grimace, man. Just making an argument. I mean, he's probably my favorite McDonald's character if I had to pick one. Him or the Hamburglar. Yeah, but. That's a giant walking butt plug. That was fantastic. Yeah, that's good, man. He that's is. He's, he's, a, he's a butt plug, right? He's he's a shape he's like a butt plug, plug, isn't he? You should get the album. It's like on, you know, get some butt loosely triangular. Put your logo on there. Yeah. I mean, butt plugs are probably a really good merch item. I don't know that I've ever seen one. I've seen cock rings, but I don't know that I've seen. Ghost made plugs. a butt plug. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, who? Yeah. Oh. Ghost. They had one. It was shaped like this. Oh, thing. Like, that's Ed. right. I thought that was a dildo. Oh, They're already doing something oh, oh. where you it's something like that. I've seen dick candles. Yeah, it's a dick candle. Like it, it's a dick. It's like a, a like a candle that's a dick. Yeah, yeah a penis, a penis candle. I thought you meant like a candle that you put on your dick for some reason. I was like, that's Man, it. No, that's the one. No, no one's no one's done that. A dick <laughs> candle. <laughs> wow. It's 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 Light it, away. And people think people would think that it would be like for like some sick S and M shit, but it's really for when the lights go out and you don't actually have a flashlight, so you put the candle on your dick and it frees up your hands, right? To open search doors for the and ultimate stuff. Video. Yeah, that's hands free. Search for the ultimate video, right? I mean, it's going to be pointing out in front of you, you know. You... And then you know when you got to replace it because it burns your dick. Right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Out of everything. Welcome to Heavy Metal Horror, kids. <laughs> um, speaking of horror, uh, since we are Heavy Metal and Horror. Uh, are any of you guys horror fans at all? Sure, like ca- casually, yeah. Yeah. Well, what are some of your favorite horror movies? I like new shit coming out, like where it's like, like The Witch, mm-hmm. uh, Hereditary, like a twenty a twenty four just rules. Yeah, literally everything a twenty four does a, is so cool. Jeff, everything is so good. I want to see Men. That looks sick. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Uh, it's just like, did you guys see the preview for uh? I think it's called like Lamb. Yeah, I want to see Lamb. I haven't yeah. seen it. It's just like an Icelandic family that gives birth to like a lamb baby. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I love that. I lamb boy. It's like a it's like a child with like a lamb. So head. they had a kid. Yeah, it's like some weird hybrid thing and like Jeff got it. Jeff got it. Underwear, special pants that you can wear. Nice. I want to see uh, Northman. I saw it last night. Oh, is it good? Yeah. All right. So I won't spoil anything, but it's cool. Yeah. All right. I want to see that. Yeah, I like shit like that. Um, Yeah, and I remember being super obsessed with all the Friday the Thirteenths when I was like 15, 16, all Halloween, all the Halloweens. I remember like, remember, do you guys remember when like AM channel, whatever it was for AMC would do that. They'd play like every Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They, they, they have the Halloween stuff in October gearing up and Turner classic will do nice, nice uh, classic horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. Nice. How about you, Jeff? Um, when I was young, I was really into horror, like really young. When I was a kid, for some reason, I just like thought it was the coolest. So I watched Pumpkinhead and then all the sequels, and that got me into horror. Um, recently, Last Night in Soho was cool. Um, all the A24 stuff also. Um, I like a lot of the 70s stuff. You know, The Omens, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Anything from that era is really cool. Um, 
what's the one that's like the shit i saw a really good a couple really good vampire movies not long ago like only lovers left alive it's not really a horror yeah movie. no it's, it's, a, it's a yeah movie. it's a it's a good movie yeah it's really good yeah, it's a great movie um yeah. uh i saw a really nice existential kind of horror movie that i feel like no one got into called aniara about a spaceship that's like it's 20 years in the future. Earth is like all fucked up. So we're colonizing Mars now. And we got this new ship that's like, it gets you to Mars in three weeks. And like a random piece of space debris from an old Russian satellite from the 60s is going astronomical speeds and punctures the hull. And they go off course and they're dead in the water. And they're like, it's cool. We'll slingshot around the next thing that we run into in space and get it back on track. And the astronomer on board's like, the next time we run into something in space. So it checks in on the people in this ship, like day one, day two, day three, oh, week man. one, two, three, year one, two, three, year 30. And oh. then it's like year five billion, blah, blah, blah. When they finally hit something else in space and they've all just turned to fucking dust. And like, oh man! The entire spoiler time alert. You realize, yeah, I mean, when you realize partway through the movie that, like, oh man, this is absolutely no. Because you're like, oh, how are they going to manage the food supply? How are they going to keep from polluting this place? And you're like, oh shit, this is the same as Earth. Oh fuck, this is exactly the situation we're all in right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, we think this is all endless, but we're just on like a tiny little bubble of air that is finite and there's too many of us and we're all fucked. <laughs> so, I like that kind of That's work. why I drink beer because of that thought oh, right shit, there. Nice. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yeah. But what, um, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, dude, Twix. Same. Yeah, I'm Twix a Reese's rules. guy. I love anything. Yeah. With- Reese's. I take all my kids' peanut butter stuff. And it just doesn't have to be Reese's either. Like the Palmer stuff. I really love Palmer around Easter and Christmas. No dad gets the Palmer stuff. That's the stuff. That fucking peanut butter is fantastic. I actually prefer it over Reese's, but anything peanut butter based is not that's mine. I would love to be a fly on the wall for your kids' therapy session someday. Oh, dude, it's gonna be like that's your favorite candy. Nope, dad gets those ones. (laughs) I call it the dad tax. I go through it on the dad tax. <laughs> and I just say how your them. government works. I do sometimes. I do that with their French fries too. Yeah. Oh man, therapy sessions. My kids are gonna be bad. Dad used to say "fuck" all the time. Every other word was "fuck" came out of his mouth. I cuss in front of my kids. I'm just like that. They don't. They don't cuss either. They don't repeat stuff, which yeah, is exactly. bizarre. A lot of my friends' kids the same thing. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna. I, I'm like a sailor. My wife's like a sailor. We both every other word we use "fuck" is like an adjective for in every sentence. You know, so it's like. It's the perfect word. It, it really yeah, is. It is. And there's a few ones like I don't I won't say cunt in front of my kids. Such a dirty word. Ooh, it's just ooh, it's yeah. so so gross. It's <laughs> that's reserved for special occasions, but Valentine's no, like shit and fuck <laughs> and son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. like damn it, you know, like all that stuff. It, we're just a foul mouth. And yeah, people come around, they'll be like, oh, they'll be like, and then the damn, oh, hell, oh, they'll they'll like be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, dude, my kids literally yeah. hear that. 75 yeah. times a day you're I feel like our generation just like kind of threw that out the window and went like yeah and i told him i said like you know you i don't really want you to say it right now because it's weird because you're little but you'll be able to cuss in the house i won't care but don't like cuss at a teacher just yeah. don't until you're six at, at least first don't grade. say it at school but <laughs> nice all right and teach them that the word cunt is only reserved 
for Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, and you right. got to slap your belly. He's at him. a cunt. Yeah. That's yeah. right, Mr. And Simmons. Anyone from like the British colonies. It's like it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, Americans, they they use that word to like derogatory to women. He's like, we use it in the same way as like you're just being an asshole. Or like yeah. dude. I toured yeah. an Aussie band for a yeah. week once. This band Elm Street. They're like this kind of Judas Priest sounding band from They're Australia. Like, what's what's going on, you cat? every other word yeah. and they were like oh we're going to the states soon and we're like we have to tell you like dude yeah. people will get mad at you yeah. <laughs> dude you need to relax i on. love that. this is a fun segue this is interesting so you know we had dk a few <laughs> weeks ago and dk's like first tour in the states was with vindicator and aggressor and possessor and dude we rolled up to play with you guys and lady beast at the smiling moose and we couldn't find a parking spot right mm-hmm. and I wrestled a bear once was apparently playing the big venue in town or something. And their tour bus was sitting out in front. It was taking up like five parking spots. Mm-hmm. DK, the Canadian gets on the bus. He just walks in to, on the bus <laughs> and he says to the driver, Hey, are you guys going to fuck off? That's what he says to the driver because in Canada, fuck off means like, are you going to move? Are you going to leave? Yeah. yeah. And that's what he says to him. And I go, dude, you can't just do stuff like that here. It doesn't mean the same thing. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so it's it's interesting this to hear stories yeah. like that. Got me so good. You guys get a fuck off. I don't even know what the response was. I don't know if the guy. Yeah, I, I don't remember what panned out because you know we were, we were you know always shows were always rough and the moose had stairs, didn't it? That was a stair venue, right? Yeah. So oh, anytime yeah. there's stairs involved, things get blurry because you lose a lot of liquid bringing up you know amplifiers and drum kits up and down stairs. I've had a few of those venues in my day, so. But yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's good. All right. We're going to move into the uh, section we call one-offs. These are questions that could be about anything. So um, who are some of your favorite writers or favorite books? Oh, dude, freaking Lovecraft. Because it's just metal. Yeah, absolutely. It is. That's why I like every band. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's. I love like Stoner Sludge and that literally, I feel like, if like stoner metal bands could just worship something, it would be Cthulhu for sure. Yeah, because yeah. he's sleeping and they're not going to wake him up. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to wake him up. He's out. No, nah, man, they're just like he took too much Zequil. Yeah, dude. I used to teach Lovecraft in my English classes. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think if I'm not wrong, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I think he like his writing only got famous after he died yeah he, he wasn't like, no one regarded as a strong writer i mean people in the literary circles were fans um yeah. but you know it was the, during the depression but it, it, his writing really took off only after he died unfortunately yeah. i mean yeah he sadly like a lot of the writers or a lot of artists who don't get recognized in their own time you know yeah yeah so, yeah yeah no he's he's an amazing writer one of my favorites yeah him Crichton. i like jurassic park of course is like my favorite shit so and he's also a good writer anyway. Other His other books are cool. Yeah, man. Uh, Eaters, Eaters of the Dead, is that is that the one? I don't know. I think it's called Eaters, Eaters of the Dead, I think it is. Yeah. Congo is fucking fantastic. Uh, his, yeah, he's, he's a good writer, man. I yeah. read Jurassic Park like in fifth grade. Yeah, me too. And I fucking love, I can't, I want to find the original book. I had the original, like the black one with the embossed cover. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, oh man, it was the paperback. And dude, I tore through that. And that was a, I mean, that was significantly higher reading level than fifth grade reading. So, and dude, like, it's so much more 
horror and descriptive than the movie allowed them oh, to Oh, dude, I love the book. That's one um, of those, the book was better than the movie. It books. was. There was like, I mean, I still love Jurassic scene? Park, but. Oh, sure. Like, there's a scene where uh, the guy who plays Newman, when he dies from the spitter dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way in the book that they talk about it, they were like, he gets hit in the face with the stuff. He blinds, you know, he's blinded and then he's on the ground and there's like rain hitting his face. And then they describe hearing like the footsteps yeah. are coming towards him. And then he feels like a sharp pain. And then I always yes. remember reading this. I was like, like you, like I was like 10 or 11. And I, and I always remember reading this because I it like saw it in my head and it was so gruesome. Like he feels like a slice on his stomach. He reaches down. And yeah, he's holding, that's right. He's only he's holding his own intestines. Yes, oh, I forgot oh, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, and of course, like yeah. PG thirteen, like Spielberg can't do that shit. Right, but that, would, that would be that's insane. Just reaching down, he and they describe it like all like hot and slimy. Yeah, and then and then he just feels oh. the the jaws go around his ears, and yep. they said like he feels pressure, and then he just fainted, and that's yeah. like pretty accurate. That's probably what would happen. Right, it's like, that's it's like, oh, that's great, man. But I, I like when they describe yeah. uh 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 what's his face? Is it John Hammond? Is that yeah. his name when he when dies. they strike when when he dies so they they left the the cool Aussie got to live in the book I thought that was a better choice too the mm -hmm. Raptor guy and uh, yeah. Muldoon Patrick clever Patrick girl. Muldoon I mean the clever girl scene is a sick meme though right yeah. oh absolutely but yeah Jim yeah. Hammond or John Hammond when he dies and he, he the compies get him man and he yeah, swells up he gets like all swollen poisonous. yeah he like he falls down that hill because he's like drunk or something and sad because his park failed and he twists his ankle and it gets all swollen and then. I think he lays there for a while before the compies find him, and yeah, they just—they're just like they land just bite him. They just lay into him. All right, sorry, yeah, that's good. I, I forgot about that fucking Dennis Nedry. Yeah. Oh, I got to read the book again. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. How yeah, about dude. you, Jeff? Um, I have like a big old obsession with this sci-fi author named Gene Wolfe. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The Citadel, of the Autark. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh, man i don't a, meet someone who knows him very often yeah he did a lot of fantasy sci-fi fantasy and he uh, stuff's kind of fucked up man yeah that whole that whole shadow of the torturer series i read that i was yeah. in high school i'm like what the fuck is going on man yeah. yeah i read it for the first time and was like why did everyone tell me this guy's a good sci-fi author this is fantasy, fantasy. and I, I was like man this like raised the bar for what prose can be for me but I don't know what happened. And then years, like maybe two years later, I'm like my mid twenties and pick it up out of boredom. And I'm a couple chapters in and it's first person unreliable narrator, like all this stuff. And I'm like, why does he use nautical terms for all the stuff in the building he lives in? Oh, it's cause the building he lives in is actually a derelict spaceship, but they don't understand that cause so much time has passed oh my god that's what all the buildings are and then suddenly i could like see through the character's eyes and i read it again it was just like okay and then i read those four books like four times just you know just like start again what else am i gonna pick up and like i've now read like almost everything he's written all these like books of analyses all these like forums and podcasts it's like he's so deep and it's cool. I don't know. It's really metal. Um, nice. He, because of that, I, I recently got into Jorge Luis Borges, which is like the grown-up version of Gene Wolfe. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I like Oscar Wilde a lot. Yeah. Oh, the, his yeah. satire is, is amazing. It's killer. Like all the wordplay. Oh, like, oh it's hysterical. 
yeah. all these people read Dorian Gray and they're like, it's about a painting and it's metal. And I'm like, oh, honey, this is about a bunch <laughs> of corrupt rich men telling the most beautiful boy ever how to lie to his wife. It's way fucking darker than the painting. <laughs> like, but it's cool. Like, I love the one character that just speaks in contradictions the entire time. <laughs> it's, it's just all about like this upper class decadent decay and like, but. I don't know. He just saw it all around him and just satired the fuck out of it until he died. Yeah. It works on so many different levels, you know, as, as good fiction can, you know, the literal story and then all the subversive messaging and there's everything else. I was in Dublin a couple of years ago. My wife was doing a job interview out there and we were right by like the statue of Oscar Wilde in some park. And he's just like lounging in the pose. And it's like, the only thing I'm guilty of is genius. And I'm like, this guy <laughs> fucking rules. And there's an unbroken line from him to Freddie Mercury. Where like, oh, really? This guy, no coward in the 30s. You know all those like really like old timey sounding Queen songs? Yeah. They're all very, you know, like Seaside Rendezvous and Blazing on a Sunday Afternoon and all good old fashioned lover boy and stuff. Yeah. They're all basically this guy who was like 30s Freddie Mercury, Noel Coward. And Freddie got so much of his like campy shtick from this guy. And this okay. guy was just Freddie Mercury, but it was the 30s. And that guy got his whole persona straight from Oscar Wilde. So it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, there's always like a it's flamboyant. In next, yeah, very flamboyant. Yeah. yeah, there's always like a flamboyant glam dude in London. Like someone has to like hold that post. I don't know who it would be now. He's out there. He, he yeah, or she, they there. are out there. Nice. Excellent. Somebody's out there. Yeah, someone's out there. Okay. definitely a they at this point. <laughs> well, this is almost like that question. Almost as exciting. Uh, who's your favorite cartoon character? Ooh. Man. Oh, that's so good. Probably, for me, probably, uh, well, I don't know if I could choose, but it's, it's re- like Ren and Stimpy. But I don't know, I don't know <laughs> nice. which one. Just cool. because there's... They're so insane, and I was like, I think I feel like I was like absolutely one of the few kids in my class that like my parents were crazy, so they were like, watch it because that was one of the shows where all my friends were like, my mom and dad won't let me watch Ren and Stimpy. I mean, it's it was so over the top. I remember watching it when I was in my dark twenties when it came on, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it was it's so crazy over the top. There was like a there was like an episode with a character of um he was like a it was like a parody of like a guy who falls from grace he was like a he was like a a, a small scottish guy and he was like a, the scotsman the episode's called and he was like a famous dude on tv and he was the scottish character and then ren and snippy like take his show over and he's just losing his mind and there's a freaking scene that with this episode's banned it was like he was going to commit suicide like Whoa. in the episode <laughs> he's on a bridge and he's looking over and he's like that's it I'll just end it all. And like, I remember watching that. I was like nine years old and I'm just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. And then now I watch it now. And it's, it said on YouTube, it was like banned, banned Ren and Stimpy thing. And I, I only knew now that it got banned and like Rocco's modern life had a banned episode where like Mrs. Big, Mrs. Big had like has him over her house and like wants him to like touch her eyes. Cause they're huge, but they draw them, they draw them like, they draw them like tits. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, she, and and she's like, do you like my eyes? Huh? And he's like, yeah, they're very nice and veiny. <laughs> he he and, like massages them for her. Yeah. yeah. It's, su- it's such a good line. She just goes, do you like them? And he's like, yeah, they're very nice. And she goes, 
touch them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, funny. I, I, about that's, that. that's, that's, I remember I that. that cartoon, man. Like, that's one of my favorites. But that's that, fantastic. I know it sounds like insane, but my love for like that kind of stuff and crazy cartoon humor definitely shaped like even the music I play. Like just the attitude of being like a wild drummer is also like the attitude of watching these wild characters. Yeah, super animated like, characters. So over the right. top, yeah. It's just insanity. And like, I always remember gravitating to the weirdest cartoons like that. And then of course, I like, I love like Aqua Teen and like Adult Swim shows. Oh yeah. But if we're talking cartoon character, I mean, I can't choose between Ren and I'd probably choose more Ren because he's just fucking nuts. Nice. And more metal. He's more metal than Snip. Snippy's more like whimsical and dumb. <laughs> okay. Jeff, how about you, man? Um, I mean, I like a lot of anime, but I also like, man, the 90s was such a golden age of cartoons. Yeah, we had we everything. Kids. We had such yeah. good ones. Like, I always try to tell people that the first five episodes of Gargoyles are the best fantasy movie Disney ever made. Dude, Gargoyles, Gargoyles was great. Yeah, Gargoyles. Was good. That's another yeah. one. The main character of that show kills himself in the second episode. Yeah, like what? <laughs> it's just like what? Yeah, you showed this to kids, and like it came on when I was like seventeen. I had a TV in my room, and I was up late working on riffs all the time. And I was like, whoa. This is like high fantasy. This is cool. And I started watching it and it was like how I learned about Shakespeare for the first time and like all kinds of shit. So Yeah. Yeah, Goliath from Gargoyles was cool because he was like a scholar warrior guy. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. Nice. Okay, wild card. Cartoons? Favorite cartoon character. Yep. Favorite cartoon character. Uh man, it, it's it's Naruto Uzumaki. Technically, that's you know started as a manga, but when it became it was adapted into an anime. Uh, that that overall storyline, that character is fantastic. It's one of those like believe in yourself characters, you know. But when you get to the end of it, man, he does the impossible, and he never gives up. And it's like you know you get that you get that message in a lot of stories. You know, it's not an, an original idea, but the dude that wrote this this story the overall thing i mean it's super long man it's like several hundred episodes in terms of an anime and the the manga is a little shorter because of course you're gonna get some filler and whatnot but some of the filler with with uh naruto it actually applies to the story some of it it's not like ridiculous filler it has nothing to do with the storyline you still get those on occasion but you'll get the filler that's like oh this is a backstory that wasn't covered in the manga so i don't know man that character i absolutely love that character from that show i mean i love all the classic cartoons too i love the warner brothers stuff you know i do love rocco and i do love ren and stimpy you know angry beavers is a great one yeah, i fucking love so angry cute, beavers yeah. uh oh. you know so I, I like all the stupid shows but like modern like i'll tell you what one of the best cartoons i've ever seen in my life is regular show if yeah. you've oh, never yeah, seen regular, regular show, show holy shit yeah, man that show's great dude. Every show's you cool. watch that, yeah you that reminds that. me i forgot about adventure time dude adventure time uh, yeah so i like the first six seasons of adventure time i think it, it petered out because like the dude that wrote it stopped playing as much of a role he was he got burnt out on it like after season five or something and mm -hmm. you can tell like when it kind of shifts like, it's just not as good as it used to be like i love building up with the lich man like that whole character was the story, like, it's one of those shows, like, Adventure Time is a real bizarre out there show where 
it's like stupid, but then also has this amazingly rich backstory, which is awesome. Yeah. Naruto, Naruto has an amazing backstory, super rich backstory. It was another reason I love it. Regular show, though, is really weird. The show, I mean, like every, you watch every show, it's called regular show. Every episode, something really crazy happens in every episode. And then when you get to the end of it, the whole thing ties together. You have no idea what's about to happen at the end of the series. And then you get to the end of the series and you're like, holy shit, they tied this entire series together. You had no clue what was going to happen. And when you get to the end, you're like, damn, that's that's when you know the writing's good. I mean, for people like us, like this, you know, like Volcana, it, it's a very nostalgic show for us because J.G. Quintel, who wrote it, is like 40 years old. He's like yeah. 39 or 40. So all the stuff in it, man, like when they play games and stuff, it's all like, you know nintendo graphics and yeah. all the songs from like what I, yeah. I can i can recite all kinds of stuff from it they, they play this one game called dig champs and it, you, they put the cartridge in it's like the system looks like an atari they put the cartridge mm-hmm. in and it's like, like it's like yeah, all the stuff that's the same right it's, that yeah exactly it, it hits the nostalgia from you know for kids from the 80s you know in early 90s so nostalgia you know, plays that but you know but i, I mean, do it's why I, we I, like I probably like. i'll tell you i probably watch more cartoons than i do actual shows to be honest yeah. Like and I'll great. watch I'll watch all of them too, man. Like I, I there's I, I don't know I I watch a lot of like I said I watch a lot of anime. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of stuff that I do like what we're currently watching. I tried out the new Ultraman. I don't know if I like it yet. I'm not real big on that kind of CGI anime, but you know we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It's, it's all right, but um, what did I what did I just wrap up? I wrapped up something. I hate having to start new ones too, because then you got to invest in new characters and shit. Makes right. me sad. This is why I petered out oh. in Legend of Korra. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, it, it's it's good. It, it, it was good. I, I did like not as much as the original Avatar, but it was yeah. it was good. I, I watched I watched Cowboy Bebop. I think oh, because cool. there there was supposed to be nudity in it, and there's only like one booby, and I was sad. But <laughs> and it was a guy too. Dope, I, you know what? I, I I hated the ending, and here's why. I get it. I understand it, but because i they make those shows and i'm not real big on episodical i do like huge backstories and over over you know big story arcs and so cowboy bebop was more episodical with like three or four episodes that were the main story what you know what it was applying to but, the but i love those characters so i fucking like, loved those race, characters man that's why building. that's why i didn't that's why i was bummed out by the end i was just like this was too short because I love these characters and I want to see more of these characters. So, I mean, I guess in a way that's boobies. what makes it good. Well, I definitely want to see more boobies, but like I, I mean, watched Castlevania and I didn't like Castlevania. I feel like sometimes less is more with these though. Cause yeah, like, that's what they, I exactly. I, I just it. finished, I finished the last of the, the Evangelion remake movies. Okay. And it was like, why, why, <laughs> why? Like it was cool, I guess, to like really finally wrap the whole thing up, but it was like, right. You guys had 26 episodes. You told a pretty sweet story. The answers were all there. The last two episodes are like postmodern bonkers crap. And everyone's like, I hate this. And it's like, yeah, because you're like a 14 year old nerd who doesn't want to think deeply about something. And like, right, right. it's supposed to be the robot apocalypse. And it was like, this was about a dude dealing with his self-esteem issues and his dad, man. Right, like, right. The apocalypse is in his head and it's growing up. And like, it was actually pretty cool. But then I'm like. Yeah the movie it's like here's like 50 more robots and it's like well i'm not 14 so that's not that fucking interesting (laughs) here's 50 more robots but yeah Yeah. so all the cartoon characters are my favorite characters that sounds like it all right that that could be a whole episode into itself 
Um, all right, we're going to play another game. This game is called Blast Beats. And uh, we're just, I I'm just, I'm just going to be asking you a, uh, a question. And I just want your immediate answer. Don't think too much. Sometimes they're multiple choice. Sometimes a short answer. Um, just answer. We're going to go through these as quickly as possible. Blast Beats. All right, guys. Hot dog or hamburger? Burger. Hot dog. Favorite mm. pizza topping. Oh, come on, Vic. Hot dog or hamburger? Good. I, 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 hot dog. Yeah. I thought I'd be better at this having seen this live. Yeah, we've dog. done this. With, okay, yeah. favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Easy. I love that. God, sausage. Sausage is good. I think a good pepperoni myself. If it's just cheese, you know, you got cheese already on there, then probably pepperoni. You're just going to go with the classic. Let's just assume there's always cheese. That's good. That's safe. Yeah, that's a base. Wait, peppers. I change it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Paperback or Kindle? Paperback. 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 No one or... has said Kindle. Yeah, just fun fact. No, no one. Yeah, no one's I no have one a Kindle that I yeah. use a lot. Like the Kindle rules for traveling, but it feels yeah. better to read a book. Nothing like yeah. holding a book. Yeah. Right. PC or Apple? Apple. I have a PC. Sadly. PC, actually. Even though I, sh- I should have Apple for the amount of recording I do. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm still stuck with them. And yeah. it's amazing for it, but I fucking hate everything about them. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very like, cultish, the way they... It's like, well, the interface rules, and I haven't had yeah. a virus in 15 fucking years, so, exactly. like, you can't knock that. You can't. But it's like, give me a fucking USB port. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Favorite streaming service? <laughs> HBO Max. They have most of the stuff I like. Yeah, I think I think right now mine's probably going to be Disney Plus because right now I'm watching a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah, they got an amazing amount of content. I've yeah. got I've got a lot of them, but that's probably my favorite right now. But I, I'm I like Star Wars and Marvel, so it kind of trumps all yeah. the other stuff. I guess I'll go HBO Max because I just watched all of our flag means death in like two days. Like wherever Taika Waititi goes, I follow. All right. Favorite ice cream flavor. Are we talking basic Chocolate. or is, could it be yeah. like any fucking ice? Like, why are you making this so complicated, um, man? <laughs> well, I don't know. You've done this show 50 fucking times, me, Vic. Me apologize. Cho- flavors. You can Chocolate. be an, it's whatever your flavor is, man. <laughs> Peanut, peanut butter based. Yeah. If you want to go Neapolitan or peanut butter based. No, I, I just didn't know if it could only be chocolate, strawberry, or vanilla. What? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Come on. Any fucking flavor of ice cream, dude. I can't play Blast Bees. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is your favorite? Your favorite flavor, Vic? Uh, the one with uh, peanut butter in it. <laughs> the one. The one with peanut butter in it. Oh, man. Dog or cat? Cat. Dog. Cat. Avengers or Justice League? Avengers. Avengers. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess Avengers. <laughs> Star Trek or Star Wars? This one is wars. so hard. Yeah, it's, it's wars for me, but it's so close. Wars. Yeah, they're both sweet. Yeah. It's on. It's an unfair. That's an unfair question. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster? Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Dracula or Frankenstein? Dracula. Dracula. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium, medium rare. Yeah, medium ish, medium ish, medium rare ish. Medium rare. Favorite sport? Pooping. <laughs> uh, baseball, Drum, I guess. Drumming. Drumming. <laughs> no. 
right. favorite movie soccer. soccer all right yeah i like soccer favorite movie snack beer what was it what do you say movie snack movie snack dude. movie snack um it's when you take movie theater popcorn and you and you put those little nestle crunches in dude, the dude yeah yeah that's all the right, that's my that's answer. Answer. Yeah, the yeah. blue, yeah. the the blue package, and you just bunch of crunch. Yeah, dump it. Yeah, those. Dude, that's my it. wife brought me to that, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people do like the raisinets or the or the goobers, the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same deal. Yeah, or cho- or the or the ice or the mm-hmm. snow caps. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Nice. All right. Makes my diabetes quiver. Good for you. <laughs> um, okay, your uh, worst phobia. Oh man, let me think. I mean. It's always like being just being late for shit. I hate being late for something. I don't know. I have like recurring dreams. I have this one recurring dream about being late for classes in in high school. And I like I can't find my class. Everyone's going to their class. Dude, I'm, I have that on occasion. Yeah, I'm like panicked and then I I like Yeah, not being able to I, find your way somewhere. Yeah, I just feel it like in my soul and then I wake up and I'm like my heart's going and I'm like what does that mean? It's just not like I'm, you know, so, but yeah, I have like a phobia of being late for shit and like not being able to like get everything done that I want to, which is, which is a curse because like it's makes it crazy for my regular days at my job, but also like just recording in general, like it's, I push myself like a crazy person, but I end up getting stuff finished <laughs> because I feel like some, something's going to happen. It's going to be late to class if you don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's, I'm gonna get sent to like Principal Vic's office, dude. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you want to be the Flash. Ad. That's why you want to yeah. be the Flash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Get everything Make, done. Makes sense. But yeah. Um, okay. Probably being late for shit. I guess is my phobia. <laughs> Amazing. Mine used to be spiders, but then I moved to Seattle, and every spring and fall, there's like three weeks where literally everything is covered in spiders. Really? And it just was like immersion. <laughs> And I'm just like over it now. So yeah. oh now God. I have no fear. Yeah. That means nice. that brings me a heart attack, instant death. That's my Dude, it's sucks. <laughs> it's so weird. We're taking the show to the on the road. Seattle, yeah. here we come. Fighter season. Have a good trip. <laughs> <You're> like, bye. <laughs> nice. Okay, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast. dude. I love breakfast, breakfast. for lunch. <laughs> Breakfast and for, for dinner. And for dinner. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be breakfast for dinner, man. Nothing yeah, better, man. Yeah. Yeah, Get a big bowl of Captain Crunch. Man, come on, some up. <laughs> um, yeah, we were hungry when we wrote these. Uh, spaghetti or lasagna? Lasagna. Ooh. Spaghetti. Lasagna, yeah. but it's hard. Yeah, favorite appetizer. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, um like uh, those jalapenos with the bacon poppers? and the cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either yeah, either like um, fried calamari or like mozzarella sticks or something. Gyoza, those dumplings you can get. Mm, oh, nice. yeah. Okay. Favorite board game? Backgammon. Mm. Damn. That's does che- does che- checkers count? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just like a classic game of checkers, dude. Nice. Oh, dude, I, I have too many board games. Do you? Is the only one my least, my least favorite board game is Monopoly. That's not oh, the question. Yeah. I mean, duh. Oh, I can change it because I, I can I can tweak it. I'm on the show. What about Trogdor? I'm, oh, I'm, I see. 
Trogdor is a, my newest. Yeah, that fucking game is amazing, man. Trogdor is it's an amazing really fucking fun. game, man. There's okay. so many, though. So many. Spielberg or Tarantino? Oh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg, even though I like, I wish I Spielberg say, was, yeah. I wish he was a little more Tarantino sometimes. I like Tarantino yeah. until he became a one trick pony of like, we're going to pick someone that you are allowed to hate and then do fucked up ultra violence and you can get off on it and not feel bad about yourself. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you can only do that so many times. Right, yeah. right. That being said, when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out, I lived down the street from the movie theater that Sharon Tate goes into, and that's the oh. theater I saw the movie in. That's cool. Nice. Oh I was god. watching it, I'm like, damn, is that Wilshire? Sweet. And I'm like, oh my god, she's getting into my neighborhood. Oh my god, that stands donuts. <gasps> what? That's I awesome. the theater's like, whoa. That's so cool. Got a couple of my friends real high and was like, come watch this movie. <laughs> that's Excellent. so good. Yeah, it was fun. Your favorite Christmas gift? <coughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It was like an awesome new snare drum when I was like 14. It was like an all-metal snare drum. It was so loud and awesome. It was like the first real good quality drum that I got. Dope. I still have it. Yeah, I record with it. That's awesome. Yeah. That was my first. was a Premier Chrome snare. Oh, dude. Yeah, 14 inch. Yep. Snare's nice. great. Okay, your celebrity crush. Oh man, Ann Probably. Wilson from Heart. Nice. Yeah, dude. Circa mid seventies. Good lord, what babe? Um, <laughs> second place, Jason. Probably, uh, <laughs> nice. Scar- Scarlet. Scarlet's the best. That's a good one. Okay. I'll go with that one. Scarlet, dude. Vic. I'll, I'll second Scarlet. Scarlet okay. Johansson. Okay. Is that who you're yeah, talking she, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's rocks. fine. That works. Yeah. She's awesome. That's a good one. Best concert you've ever attended. Best concert ever. Oh, man. Dude. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Ooh, I saw Opeth play Vakken, and it rained the entire time they played. It was dope. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, let me think, dude. I've had a couple. My first show, honestly, might be one of my funniest experiences. It was, Jeff, it was Corn. In two thousand like four. Oh my god! I might have been. Was it the Untouchables when they released that record? It was the one right. No, it was. Oh my god! It was like once the last. No, that was a little later because. Yeah, their drummer before mm-hmm. he quit. Uh, and I remember like it was the first real show I ever been to, and the, some dude was crowd surfing, and he was wearing Timberland boots, and his boot went right into my eye (laughs) it was was like this crazy loop of and his foot went like boom but it it was insane and then i was yeah that was a great show i also it's between that just because it was like the first first instance where i heard like real live mic'd drums you know Mm -hmm. just to feel once you feel that kick drum go like through your body Mm -hmm. i just love i just like felt fell in love with it so either that or like I saw, I remember loving my time seeing, it was like Metallica in like some place in New, in Newark where the Devils play, Prudential Center, it's called. Cool. And uh, it was them. I was like, you know what? I saw Paul McCartney like last week. I'm going to change my answer to that. <laughs> it, yeah. Nice. I, uh, I think mine might be either have been the, the you know, Dio Motorhead Maiden show. Oh, that's sick. Uh, but 
I think my favorite show, to be honest, was I saw Slaufeg play a fucking dive in Cleveland to like 20 people. And that's sick. Dude, that guy yeah. is a fucking nut, man. He does all kinds, he just does the most bizarre things you've ever seen. And they fucking sounded fucking great because they're a super underrated band and they're super yeah. fucking good. And it's an intimate I, show. They're always way better, dude. Yeah. And, and, he did like he had like three wardrobe changes and he always just had really crazy shirts he was wearing man like he went to a thrift store and bought the most outrageous shirts he could find and he would just put them on while during his set and uh but that's not i mean i got he played my favorite fucking song and like that's that that's one of those things like they he goes what do you guys want to hear i yelled death machines and they played it and it was fucking awesome because that song's fucking amazing and ah dude it they yeah, killed your fave band in a dive. When I was 16, I saw Symphony X on the small side of the Agora, and I got oh, right. Oh, yeah, the ballroom. Dude, it was so good because it was tiny, and they didn't have the Odyssey ready to play live yet, but the album had right. just come out. So right. they played a two and a half hour set with none of the long tunes. So it was just okay. everything got covered. It was so fun. Right. They all feel like liked being in a band together. So it was actually right. fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, this game, got another game. This is called The Hot Seat. Vic loves this game. That's I'm going to name one. a band, and I want you to tell me your favorite album by that band. All right, Black Sabbath. Self-titled. Volume 4. Judas Priest. Defenders of the Faith. Oh, man. Even though I'm like not a big Priest fan, I'll be the first uh, one to admit that I'm a huge poser and need to leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not the biggest either. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. I covered Whatever. it for both of you. I said stained class. We're good. Yeah. You okay. Said, All right. Yeah. Scorp- <laughs> Scorpions. <laughs> Sophie's choice oh, over here. Shit. Um. Virgin Killer. Mm. I guess maybe taken by force. Vic, yeah, pick for me. All... <laughs> uh, in trance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. I've been listening to Trance so much lately. It's so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Overkill. I don't think I know um, any other albums. Hang on. Hang on. I got it. Hang on. I I'm, I'm going gonna... to... I don't know the name of the record, but hang on. I'm on my phone. The fucking song. <laughs> we got two savants here. We're, you know, Just name the song. They'll give you the record. Yeah. Fuck. What was it, man? Hello from the gutter. Hang on. Under the influence. <laughs> Oh, I think my my favorite Overkill album is is Fuck You because half of it was tracked at the Agora and I love that. Oh, that's it's cool. Just cool, oh, yeah. Necroshine. Necroshine. Oh, no, yeah. Good album. Yeah, oh good newer album. one, like um, the '90s ones, right? Yeah, that's yeah, Necroshine was on the '90s. Yeah, '90s big, Overkill. The groove sound. Queensrÿche. Operation Mindcrime. I'll go with that. I guess. Yeah, I don't really know any of the other records. All that's right. the only one you need to know. Ice mm-hmm. Earth. Ah, fuck. Ah, uh, this is a tough one. I, I think probably Night of the Storm Rider. I don't really like Ice Earth. John okay. Schaefer, man, I love his picking. I got real in. That's one of my bigger influences, but that's why I got oh, yeah, into I mean, him. He's the right hand of Doom for sure. Yeah, right, right, right. Glenn likes my answer too. He said yeah. that one also. All right, cool. All yeah, right, that's Mot- good. Motley Crue. Shout at the devil. Too fast for love. Mm, nice. Yeah, dude. I'll go with Vic on this one as well. All right. Motorhead. Fuck. Uh, fuck, No sleep till Hammersmith. 
Ooh, went with a lot. Is that a live one? Yeah, yeah. dude, it's so good. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> fuck, it's great, dude. I, I know it's not popular opinion, but I think, and someone might stab me for this, but I, I, I think Inferno might be my favorite Motorhead record. I fucking good love album. that album. All right, Carcass. Um, Tools work. of the Trade. Hard work or Tools of the Trade? Yeah, is Tools of the Trade an EP? I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Fuck. I'm so. definitely not a death metal buff but yeah heart works fucking really good yeah, heart works yeah, go with that glenn All also right. likes that answer as well okay dio oh fuck uh holy diver richie blackmore's rainbow oh shit like, oh, he, can, he I use, yeah. can i use rainbow nice. sure i mean okay, yeah. cool first nice, rainbow nice. record either any of the first three rainbow records yeah, yeah. okay nice all right van halen van halen one yeah. When Eddie died, I po- I learned in the next like two weeks after he died every fucking note of Van Halen one and stuck it up on YouTube. It's really? So- That's awesome. That album yeah. Rules, man. Yeah, that album's fucking great. Yes, yeah. also Van Halen one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. Metal Church. Um. Uh. Uh. Hanging in the balance. I don't really know Metal Church that well. Yeah, me neither. They all like okay. hanging in the balance too. Yeah, we love that. Okay, the Beatles. <laughs> oh man. Uh, white, white album, album. Um, white album yeah because it's so uh, weird right now i'm in like rubber soul revolver oh weird yeah. like right when they started being nice. different yeah like, they, they started cool. revolver so, yeah, longer that's, that's hair there's three era. periods of beatles and it is sober beatles weed beatles and lsd beatles yes and, like i'm really into weed beatles right now when like they were still a rock and roll band but they got like cool yeah. you know the song <laughs> right. you know the song rain jeff which one? Rain. I don't think I know. Not off the yeah. top of my head, but like it's I listened like, to those records fucking front to back a bajillion Rain, times. Rain is like this weird one-off B-side, and it's just like they put backwards shit in it, but like before Jimmy was doing it. Yeah. Like they. Inver- oh wow. Yeah, they reversed this weird solo, and it just ended up sounding so sick in that song. And nice. his drums, his drums were like close miked, which actually back in the day. Um, when they worked in that Abbey Road Studios, that was illegal to do in the studio. Because what? they, yeah, I read this book, Jeff Emmerich, he was their uh, engineer. And he, it's a great book. It's called Here, There and Everywhere. And it, he he gives you like the real background of like how the Beatles got their sounds. And they realized, hey, wait, if we put the microphones, because they were just miking drums, they would put an overhead mic and a bass drum mic. And that was it. But then they were like, wait, what if we put microphones on each one of the drums, which, as you know, now is it's just standard. Yeah. But right. back back then they were like, no, 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 you cannot put it. It will blow out the microphones. They will explode. And so they just re- Jeff Emmerich was like, we just did like a little bit of gain, you know, and just made sure they like tested it first and had Ringo hit the drum as hard as he could. And then they, they made sure like they did crazy shit like for. um sergeant peppers they put like microphones inside of uh milk jugs and then they put the jugs under the drums so when he would hit it the sound would go into the drum and come back out or (laughs) into the jug it was like weird shit that's so fucking awesome i love love that that's what you're supposed to they were the first band to get enough clout to go like hey i'm going to decide how i get recorded right (laughs) right right yes exactly so it wasn't just the Mm -hmm. studio at that point you know like trying different vocals vocal sounds like i remember mm-hmm. for lennon to get that sound where it's like 
he wanted to sound like because like i think the moon landing was just like the week before they were tracking i am the walrus and he was like i want you to, want you to get my voice to sound like you know through it like it's through a speaker and mm -hmm. so they they put distortion on his vocals like if that's 1967 right right like people do that now to sound like heavy right mm -hmm. and right. he was just he was just like yeah, no, it's I cutting edge man here. yeah <laughs> so that's all that's my favorite record is definitely white album yeah okay just a few more king diamond oh, king abigail Wolves. probably do i get to use merciful fate or sure. yeah. yeah why not <laughs> okay, Melissa. all right iron maiden uh peace of mind killers I would go with Killers or Number. I don't know. I sound like such a fucking first album hipster with all these questions. I'm not always <laughs> like <yeah>. that. <laughs> okay, two more. Slayer. Show No Mercy. Now I sound like the first Probably album the hipster. First. Rain and Blood, first I guess. Record. Yeah, the first record. Yeah. Okay, and Kiss. Ah, fuck. Man, Creatures early, of the Night. Like early Kiss, dude. Yeah, I like all the early, early... Like when it's still like glam yeah. rock, glam rock. Yeah, yeah like ones. yeah, everything up to Kiss Alive too. And you know what's so you cool know. is that like them and Rush were like great friends. Yeah, they're like bros. I love that. And yeah, they took Rush the, out on their first American tour. I, I yeah, I love to watch. Like there was that great Rush doc that's on Netflix. Beyond yeah, the Highland stage. Really good doc. Oh, yeah. It was. It is such a good doc. Even if you don't even know the band and don't even like them, it's just fun to watch mm -hmm. because yep. yeah, it's just great. And like they showed like what was the thing it was like gene gene douche cunt gene right. was talking about going bringing chicks back and like he they would knock on rush's door and like they're all just reading yeah 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 like they're like yes. what are you guys doing and they're just reading yeah oh i read recently or there's an interview where apparently their first canadian tour they were opening up for rory gallagher and he was also just like a polite small town person like they were. So they became like lifelong bros. That's and great. then when moving pictures came out and they were touring like stadiums, they brought him out and were like, yo, treat this guy like a king. That's yeah, great. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. We got our last game. We're winding things up, gentlemen. I think Vic's drawing <laughs> for the longest episode ever. Um, yeah, I got to break some records here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is called Name That Festival. Volcana is playing a festival with two other artists. I'm going to spend the wheel of mystery to find these two other bands, and then I'd like for you to name the festival that you're all playing at. So I'm going to share my screen here. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Here is the wheel of mystery. <laughs> That's so Volcana... Awesome. Nice. Now we're going to see who is playing with Volcana. Okay, the first one. Oh, oh it looks like, oh, lucky oh, you bastard, yes. Spinal Tap. Fuck, yeah. That is awesome. So Fuck far, yeah. so good. I was hoping it was going to be Garth Brooks. I mean, that'd be a good show, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm game. All right, and fucking Ape. Ape, yeah. Ape oh, Metal. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. All right, so we got Baby Metal. Spinal, Spinal Tap, Tap and Volcana are playing at a festival together. What is the name of that festival? Uh, it's all joke uh, bands, so like <laughs> break, break like a break like the 
Yeah. It's, it's jokes like, on you. Jokes on you. Fest. Jokes like, on you. Jo- yeah. Joke. Joke M ring. Nice. Yeah. Joke pop festival. Joke pop. Joke stock. Pop. Joke stock, dude. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. <clears throat> Our last two questions. Um, we're all fans of other artists. Uh, what is your favorite piece of memorabilia? Oh, dude. I have, mm. I mean, like, so, because we've been over this question so many times, and it can, it can literally be any kind of memorabilia, T-shirt, too. ticket stub, autograph, um, anything that... Yeah. I've got yeah. a, I mean, I've got a few things that I really like. I got this piece of, uh, I saw October 31, which is King Folly from Deceased's other band, play in Cleveland, and he puts on such a killer show, and he's very animated and he's very like into his audiences and so he played one of their songs and in the middle of it he he busts into saxon's what is it the power and the glory i think mm-hmm. is the name of the song mm-hmm. and he has this sign that it, it's like this you know cardstock you know i don't know how big it was it was probably a couple feet long you can get him like at any store and he had scrawled on this sign power in in black sharpie and he, he rips it up and they, you know, he go, they, then they finish their song. So he plays an entire song. I love when bands do that. The covers in the middle of one of their originals and he, you know, he throws a sign out. Well, I got a piece of that sign and I had the whole band sign and fucking the drummer died a few years back. So it's like one of those cool things that like has yeah. deeper meaning now, but you know, shit ticket stubs. I keep, I have a, uh, the, we saw wretch at, uh, at, uh, BWBK prefest, the Auburn prefest. And uh, we like me and a group of friends and we were just front row and head banging really into, you know, young and having energy, those kind of kids. And the front man loved us so much. He had he was just this little short guy, man, like a like a battle dwarf. And he had these cool like lifting gloves, like fingerless lifting gloves on. And he he throws them out to the audience to me and my buddy got them. But we had to like fall over the, you know, the pit divider thing. We like kind of like fell over it to get it. They didn't kick us out for anything. I still have that. Got all kinds of shit. Oh, the, oh, this one actually includes Jeff. When you guys opened for Destruction, I think it was. No, no, no. It was you guys in Fentroll, right? You went on a tour of Fentroll, didn't you? Nope. No, are you sure? Yes. Don't make me look behind me and try to find <laughs> that. I, I, um, are you sure? Yes. Damn. No, I think no, maybe I got that, that one. one, but that wasn't my oh, time. With them. Okay, yeah, it wasn't your time, so they didn't get mad. So I, I didn't get to keep that thing. Then I almost had one of Destruction's beer bottles. So I go up to the green room in Cleveland. I can give you a Destruction beer bottle if you want. I just yeah. thought that I missed them like last week in Seattle. Oh, really? You'd have got Here's it. Here's a free, really man. rad dude when you're not on tour with him. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, so I go up. I go up with with mantic ritual up to the green room in peabody's which it was upstairs up across from that weird lounge i don't know if you guys remember that there was like a there there was like that other there was the pirates cove peabody's main stage and then the rockstar lounge upstairs well the green room was across away from that and i go in there and i'd already done this before i went into the green and I, peabody's never gave the openers because there was 800 of them drink tickets you had to buy your fucking beer and you played for free so i go up to that green room and i'm talking to jeff and i went over to the like I don't know, six cases of Heineken that Destruction had, and I grab a beer, and Dan goes, hey, hey, please don't do that, 
and I, I dude I, yeah, you were like you were talking about gear i think jeff you were talking to gear to me and dan's like going please don't do that and i go what crack and i cracked the beer open and i started drinking it i almost had that one but they caught the bottle on me as i was trying to leave and they're like you can't take that bottle outside it was empty and i was like it's fucking empty but i actually have one i stole one from fintroll too and i they all signed it at the end of the show i did manage to smuggle that <laughs> out steal their beers that's a great yeah i would steal the headliner way. beers fucking just i want a beer give me a beer for free but yeah i've got i've got some stuff i keep a lot of shit a lot of tour posters and shit like that that's memorabilia go ahead guys sorry i didn't mean to take up so much time on that that's all good glenn you got one no i i forget i have um i have a like a piece of loose leaf paper that just says uh to glenn uh my from mike portnoy from dream theater that's cool yeah it was um my like aunt's brother was in the business and he worked for the company that uh would book shows for them and it was like i was like 14 just starting getting into them and they got me that out of nowhere i was like oh my god and then when i saw them when i told you i i I was so little i was like scared to talk to anybody backstage by like a catering area and all of a sudden like jordan comes out through these doors and he's just such a nice person and he was like are you all right? Like, do you need anything? Like, who are you with? And I told him, and he's like, Oh, you know what? Hang on one second. And he left, he came back, didn't even without like missing a beat. And he's like, here you go. And he gave me the sticks that Mike used that night. Oh, and, nice. And so That's I still cool. have, I have those with like a the framed uh, little thing from, from them, which is awesome. Cool. You know, cool. I'm not, I'm not a big, admittedly, I'm really not a big autograph guy. Like when I met, man genie he was like you want me to sign anything doing it i was like no that's cool let's just talk about drums dude yeah and nice. he like i don't care about i don't like pictures with people like i hate being like like hey hey like do you mind do, can i can i just get one with you like i don't want i don't care about that really i i would rather the moment you know what like everyone always thinks that like lars and metallica are assholes but you watch these backstage things like those guys look so nice yeah, yeah. every fan like Totally. I've seen that one where, where James walks in and hands that like random Brazilian fan like his guitar. <laughs> and he and then goes, he signs yeah. it. And the kids like, that, that dude, yeah, that just, dude, <laughs> that dude like has a heart attack. Yeah. He just he just stays like this for like an hour. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and James like, like, are you yeah. all right, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I wanna cool. see if I have mine still. Because it might have fallen off here. What do you have? Uh, you took that guitar from that Brazilian fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sucker punched him in the nads and stole it from him. I don't know if it fell off. Uh, all... all the cool tour fucking oh, passes, the man. Fuck the lanyards, yeah. nice. I had one that John Locks made, and he's the Warbringer guitar player guy. He made this amazing one where they were like, "You have to make your own laminate for this tour. Like, just show us what it is." And he made it, and it was just like. It looked like graphic design you would see on like a third grade girls thing, and it was all pink. <laughs> and it said Warbringer Girls Rule Tour 2014. And it was two girls in like a power wheels. <laughs> it was like all photoshopped amazingly. I was like, I didn't even go on that tour. That was the one right after I quit, but he hooked me up with one, and I was like, that is fucking amazing. Um I don't have that, but I got a lot of cool shit. I got like my first concert, me and my high school buddies went to. We saw corn, and they shot off like uh, glitter at the end. These big like chunks yeah. of it, and uh, 
what do you call it, confetti? And yeah. we each grabbed a piece and we're like, we're always going to keep this. This is from our first concert. I still have it somewhere. Yeah. I have a lot of pictures. I have a great picture where whenever I was like 16 and my friends and I all drove like two and a half hours and we saw Symphony X and we saw, we were getting a picture. <laughs> we got this picture with uh, Michael Romeo where my two friends, there were these girls and they each kissed him on the cheek right as we took the picture and his eyebrow arches up like amazingly. <laughs> and it's great. really funny. And I love the picture because he goes to walk away and his hair was caught in my friend's eyebrow piercing. Oh my god. <laughs> and we're all like, oh my god, we're meeting like our musical god. And he, she's like, hold on, hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, nice. it was really funny. Nice. So I like that photo. I have a picture of Alexi Laiho on Bodum's first US tour, and we were the only people there who gave a fuck about them. And he's like we're all in high school and he's like our size, and he only had like yeah. two tattoos back then, and it's like pretty cool to have now especially yeah nice excellent well gentlemen i think we've come to the end of our show and we've asked all kinds of questions i want to thank you all for even you vic thanks for for showing up and and hanging out with us yeah Yeah, no worries yeah (laughs) glad to be here this was fun yeah this is great yeah it's nice um We're, we're excited for the new Volcano record. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know it's coming out. That's that's great. Um, looking looking forward to that. We'll ask you, even though even though it's Vic, um, we'll ask you guys. We always ask all of our guests if they would do a bumper for us. You know, you can introduce yourselves, Glenn. Jeff, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, from Volcano, and you're watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Would you uh, be kind enough to do that for us? Sure. Yeah. Here, I'll start. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, do it. Hey, this is Gene Simmons, the cunt. And I... No. Right. That's, I, that's I kind of wish you would have ran with that. Eh? Yeah, I, I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be the best one ever. <laughs> hey, guys. No. All right. Uh, hey, guys, this is Glenn from Volcana, and you're listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Yeah, what he said. I like it. I'm not doing one now. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Jeff from Volcana, and you are listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Excellent. Hey, what's up? My name's Steve, and I make click tracks. And you're watching the show and listening to it, and it's the heavy show heavy hour on WNCX 98.5. Yeah, classic. Ooh, Uncle Vic (laughs) coming at you. (laughs) Or if we're going to, yes, nice. All right, we're going to do our commercial and we'll get out of here. Hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaneradio.com, listen to full episodes, or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we're on Roku, Hotel Metal Jam. If you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Chop top. And you've been watching and listening to, okay, guys, bring up the horns. Horns. Heavy. Heavy. Metal This is Doug Helbring and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>